Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Good morning. Today on this podcast on Kaylee Daily, we are going to talk about what are five things you can have for yourself for the postpartum time. This is Kaylee Daily, the bi-weekly podcast about all things doula tips and tips, where we answer one question about pregnancy, labor, postpartum, or lactation in order to have your journey in this parenting world be just a little bit more informed and filled with consent. Welcome back. My name is Kaylee Harad. I am the doula behind this podcast, and I'm the author and creator of the Birth Prep Blueprint, which is the host for this lovely podcast. Today, we're diving into what are five things I can buy for myself for the postpartum time, okay? Now, I feel like lots of my clients, when they are getting ready to have a baby, they're like buying baby clothes or like making sure they have a bed for the baby and a car seat and a stroller and that stuff is important, right? But I want you to think today about five things that you could get yourself to make your postpartum time easier. Now, I could list 25 things, right? These are just five things that I think really generally apply to most folks, and so I wanted to highlight those. So number one is adult diapers. Now, in the postpartum time, I know that I talked about a couple episodes back about how long you may bleed and have discharge. It can be quite a while, and honestly, lots of pads are very chafing, and they can roll, and you can end up getting blood on your underwear, and so postpartum diapers can be very helpful for ease in the midst of those early weeks. Now, a lot of people only need them for maybe like a week or so until things taper down a bit and you can go back to just using pads for the most part. But I find that they are very helpful in those early days. The second thing is stick on heat pads. So what I mean by that are any kind of like heat pads that are made to stick to your body. I get these for myself when I go to a birth because sometimes hospitals are freezing cold and I can literally just stick them onto myself and then be warmer, right? But I also recommend them to clients for their birth bag. But in the postpartum time, sometimes you have muscle soreness in sort of strange places. And it's I find that it's really a lot easier to have a heating pad that you can just literally stick to yourself. And then it doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing, if any, or where you're sitting or having a plug-in or any of that stuff. Now, the ones that I buy, I honestly buy from the Dollar Tree, and you just open them. And when you open them, they are air-activated, and so that's when they become warm. You peel off the back, stick them to your body. 
that's it. The nice thing also about them is that they stay hot even if they're not stuck to you. So sometimes in a birth, use one for a short time on a client and then set it on like a paper towel or something like that nearby. It stays hot. So if we need it again, we can just use it again, right? So that's also really nice, a nice little feature about them. So the third really applies if you are feeding from your body. So if you're doing breast or chest feeding, I love having some kind of passive pump. Now, the most common type is the haka, which is a suction pump, which is essentially just suctions to the side that you're not using. Helpful for so many different things from like leaking to um, passively collecting if you have an oversupply to even stimulating a little bit of supply very, very, very passively because it's not actively pumping you. But I really love them. They're also really great for if you have like a breast infection or something like that to be able to put Epsom salts in and use in that way. The fourth thing I would say is a little less vital maybe, but no less important. And it is super comfortable and also hopefully really cute pajamas. Now, in the postpartum time, a few things are going on with your body. One, your organs and your abdomen are trying to adjust from having a baby, right? You often have some form of swelling left over from um, the birth process or from the pregnancy itself. And so you might feel a little just puffier than you normally do. And a lot of times there's some tenderness in your abdomen if you've had a vaginal delivery. Now, if you've had a cesarean delivery, there's just straight up pain on your stomach, right? So one of the things that I did when I was having babies that I am so thankful for is buy a couple pairs of crazy soft, very cute pajama pants that were like one or two sizes larger than I normally had and had a drawstring. And they still had elastic and everything like that as well. But my thought in that was that me walking around in super cute but very baggy pajama pants wasn't going to bother me. But having something that was tight or something that I wish I could wear but I couldn't was going to be really hard emotionally and physically, right? So investing in a few different pairs of pajama pants that you can use for this time or a really nice robe or pajama shorts, like whatever is comfortable for you, but not restrictive, not painful, but preferably still kind of cute so you feel like a little cute in this postpartum time, right? So you're not feeling like... I'm wearing huge sweats that don't fit me and I feel blah about it, you know. Now, if you love sweats, by all means, wear them. I mean, I want you to have something that is cute and comfortable by your own standards, right? Not for anybody else, for yourself. So then the fifth thing is lots of warm drinks. Now, in the postpartum time, there's lots of traditional wisdom around having warm foods, warmth in your body, warmth in your home. But warm drinks are really helpful for a variety of reasons. For one, you need to stay hydrated. So that's important with all sorts of drinks, right? For two, they can be very soothing if your throat is dry. And sometimes during labor, if you vocalize a lot or you make noises or you have a specific breathing pattern, sometimes that can dry out your your mouth and your throat. 
And so it can also be very comforting for that. And then if you like warm beverages, that can be another way to bring in some comfort and oxytocin to that postpartum time. Now, of course, there are specific like postpartum teas and um, broth is an excellent thing to drink in the postpartum time. But also have some things that make you happy, right? Like if you love hot chocolate, have some hot chocolate. If you haven't been having coffee and you actually really love coffee, do that, right? This is a time to pamper yourself, well, to let yourself be pampered by other people, ideally, but also to recognize that your body needs a lot of comfort and nourishment. And it's a time when you're healing from this amazing monumental thing that you did in growing this baby and then getting them out of your body, right? And so treating yourself really super special during this time is incredibly important. So those are my five that, again, are are like a part of a list of like 20-something. <laughs> but I'm really focusing this month on postpartum stuff because I think that we kind of neglect that period sometimes. So, so I'd love to hear what tools you use in the early days of postpartum for yourself, not for the baby, and why you use those and what was helpful about them. And then I also want to remind you that I have my postpartum preparation class that's all about you. It's not about the baby. It's not about how to change diapers, how to change clothes, how to swaddle, none of that. It is about you, the birthing person. And it goes live on the 1st of May, so you have still eight days, if you're listening to this on the day that this comes out, to grab that and get the pre-sale deal on it. I would love to have you in that class. It is, just like my birth class, a self-paced class that you own forever. So you can continue to go back to it as you need during the postpartum time to gain encouragement, to gain information, to gain um, insight into what might be coming next, and all of those um, things. So all the information about it is in the show notes. I would love for you to shoot me a question or um, a comment over on Instagram. Like and subscribe to this. Give me um, a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. All of that is ways that people can find this podcast a little bit easier and then join together in having more informed birthing experiences. All right, I'll see you next time. Edited and produced by Kaylee Harrod, as I'm sure you can probably tell. And um, our amazing music is credited in the show notes as well. So we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, have wonderful and consent-filled births.